0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Spirit Room. I'm Melissa White, and I'm here today with a really special guest um, who I've known for a few years and who has so graciously um, agreed to come on and to talk about her son, who is in spirit. So uh, welcome, Renee, to the podcast. Hi. Thank you, Melissa. Yeah, thank you for being with us. And um, I think that this episode is going to be something um, healing for people to listen to and that people will be inspired by your journey and your story. Uh, You're someone that I've always really had a lot of admiration for, your strength, and how you've kept your heart open. You know, you have a beautiful, beautiful, generous heart, and you've kept your heart open even through uh the hell that you've gone through you know so right. i really really appreciate you coming to chat with us so i guess we should start from the beginning um and tell them how we met i believe i met you in a group reading that was at your sister's house
1: right okay. at honey's house
0: yeah, and so, yes. um, you know, I came and was reading for, I think there was maybe, I don't know, eight or ten people, family, mostly family, some friends. Yeah, all family, yep. Yeah, and I, I think that um, what was interesting is in the reading that I, that I was giving to you, um, your son, Brandon, who's now in spirit, at the time was in the physical world. Yeah. And I think he came up in the reading, like spirit was trying to give you some um, uh, that's advice that's or that's some that's encouragement right. about that situation. Right. Right. So why don't that's you, true. do you remember what, what the, the message was or kind of what, what was happening in that sort of time? It, um, I think he, he brought up how
1: I was worried about him and that, you know, things were going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I believe in that reading it. Um there was it didn't come up a lot but, mm-hmm. but yes that um cuz I had my son struggled with addiction and he was always a worry I was always worried about him
0: right right yeah. and so um okay so it came up then and mm-hmm. then fast forward I don't know maybe like what was it like maybe 8 months yeah and Four then eight months, yeah yeah and then you came to see me for a private reading And so, um, maybe do you want to tell, um, a little bit about that? Like what, what that experience was like. That was after
1: I had lost my son That I came to you for a private, private reading, um, desperate to find answers and a sign that my son was with me. So I was getting signs. I just, you helped clarify they were the, the signs I was getting, but, um, Brandon did come out in that reading, um and he you came out with asking about eating or food, and I had brought something that I hadn't showed you yet, and it was a letter um, my son, I note my son had wrote me. He used to pack me lunches and stuff, and after my father died and we were living together, I wasn't really eating properly, and Brandon was quite concerned about that, so he would packed my lunch and he had wrote me a letter to make sure that I would eat all my lunch that day. <laughs> Uh, he kind of packed. Wrote what he packed, and on the back of it, he had put lipstick on Aww. and the letter. Yeah, something I had kept with me um, all the time. And then after he passed, I had I had tucked the letter back into a purse of some sort at some time. And um, after he passed, a couple of days after he passed, I wasn't eating. And my other children were really concerned about me, and I I just couldn't eat, and I was so distraught um, that he. Uh, that I and I had uh, to find something in a purse. I had to find some, um, I think, his medical number or something s- somebody needed at the time, and I didn't know where it was. And I'm digging through all these purses in my in my bedroom, and I pull out this purse, and this letter falls out from Brandon from a while back, mm-hmm. telling me to eat. And my other son walks in with a smoothie, and he goes, "Please, mom, please, mom, just." take it, right? And um, I know that was time for Brandon, that he wanted me to start eating again. And I brought that letter with you, and you had brought it out by saying, why is he saying eat?
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember sitting there going like, he just wants you to eat some food, like he just <laughs> yeah, right. wants you to eat food. But the interesting thing about that reading was that when you came, mm-hmm. I could feel your energy was so um, intense, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, but I didn't know. I didn't know that years had passed. I knew nothing, and so I kind of found it like I was a bit puzzled. I was like, "Oh, I wonder. I wonder what's wrong." You know, I thought maybe you were just nervous. You know, I was like, "Okay." So we started, and I felt like, "Yeah, you were." You know, we maybe a few things came through before him, Um, Mm -hmm. but then when I once I realized, I was like, "Oh, he's." and this is the son i remember telling mm-hmm. you about him you know i remember saying and you know spirit was like it's going to be okay now that really was difficult for me because i'm thinking why did they say it's going to be okay this isn't okay right was, and that's not, uh, yeah Is that okay that he's gone you know he's yeah. uh, looking back i kind of see what they're saying like they they needed to give you reassurance that no matter what you know, he was going to be okay, you were going to be okay. Um, right. But they couldn't have, I don't think they could have Told us that, and that been helpful. You know, had they no, said exa- he, How would that have been? Yes, yeah. I I see now. Before, yeah. after, COVID-19, I was said mad. They said he's gonna be yeah. okay. He's not okay. Yeah, exactly. But. Me too. I I found that really difficult to reconcile. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, right. what is that? I don't want to start giving people false hope or, um, you know, a message that isn't true. You know, like right. I kinda had to have my own sort of talk with spirit and say, what's that about? But I yeah. get it. I do understand it now. Um, I understand
1: it now. But my son has had- said peace he's yeah. so calm now that i have even felt his calmness when i've gone on walks or i just this summer i went to clona to a place that he really liked and sat there and i felt he could this is how i feel mom and he's like at, he's so calm and at peace and he yeah. was a tortured soul here like he struggled so much here so yeah you know yeah,
0: so it's, it's amazing you know for you to be able to feel that from him mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so that, I mean, I think that experience really affected me because I thought, oh, like this, this feeling of need, like I knew you needed something from me. yeah but I didn't know what it was until we sat down and got going and then it was like so that he was just there you know so he came with his personality um Mm -hmm. and what I love about any time, like anytime since anytime since then anytime Mm -hmm. we've done any kind of class or any kind of workshop or you know even just seeing each other his presence is so strong Mm -hmm. and it's not even like just me it's like everybody who comes in contact with you I feel like has some kind of experience or something with with him like he just makes it known to people that he's still around Mm -hmm. uh and that he's he's there and he's doing well um Mm -hmm. which I think is absolutely amazing so um one thing I remember is when we were at the um uh, what was it Great?: yeah when you were telling me oh sometimes he does stuff with my phone mm-hmm. and I was like oh that's so cool and then you came up to me and you showed me so yeah. <laughs> what is the deal with the phone has what does he do to the phone well
1: his so after he passed away because we had um, a uh, plan together I had canceled his phone uh-huh. right um, shortly after he passed away and yeah. I still I don't it's gone now he doesn't do that anymore but for about a year after he passed away I would get messages to that from that phone number he would message like I would message I'd love you I'd get a love you back um and you you seen it and then it would go away and then it would
0: come back no I saw Um, it and it said miss you miss yeah and I was like how like that? To me, yeah. that is the most phenomenal thing I've ever seen from a spirit person bringing that kind of amazing sign. Because yeah. it was his phone number, and yep. that is no longer in service. Exactly. So how yeah. you know you have yeah. to think about how much effort and how much um, energy it would have taken mm-hmm. him for to be, mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Yep. Yeah. So I think it's incredible, um, and it speaks to your connection with him, you know, speaks mm-hmm. to also, I think your openness. So you're someone who, I, I mean, my feeling is you've probably always been very open to the idea of spirit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: For you, you know, it's, it wasn't a stretch of the imagination to know or to believe that he was, he was in spirit and that he was living a life. Yeah. Um, it was probably more so just needing that confirmation. Exactly. Cause I felt it, felt it, but I needed
1: he knows that I, he goes, I'm trying, mom, to get through to you. Like, yeah. he knows, knows I need the confirmation. And um, he did it. He's done that several times for <laughs> me.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. And so Where I have to stop. I'm okay, KK, okay, he's doing it. And he's telling me, okay, I, what more do you want me to do? Exactly. Exactly. Right. And I think for him, you know, such an old soul. And I think that for him, you know, to be able to do that, it's like he's had so many lifetimes. I do feel like he is this older soul. And many times old souls do choose like real difficult physical incarnations. You know, mm-hmm. most of the people that I've been in contact with who do struggle with addiction or um, stuff like that, that is they are old souls. You know, they're very, very sensitive beings. They're very sensitive people. Yeah. Um, they're here and they've got these amazing hearts. They've got a capacity. Yes. To so everyone but it's like almost like it's harder for them to love themselves
1: right like they're huge empath and i think he felt everybody's feelings so yeah. much yeah. that he self-medicated because he didn't know what to do with those feelings
0: yeah he needed he needed right. some kind of numbing yes you know? And I think that um, most empathic people, most sensitive people can really relate to that, you know, can really yeah. understand that, you know? So um, what, what other ways has he used, like, as, as ways to bring you signs? Like, Well, like, the one that was, he's always, like, his name, his
1: name comes clearly, like, on a TV or... Right. Um, not long after you passed away, I was really, really, really struggling. And um, my sister said, we were going for a walk and we decided we're taking her dogs for a walk. And we went on this walk before and we we're going down the street and we said, oh, we can't go down the street because two other dogs were down there. Was was going to be a dog fight. She goes, okay, we've got to go down another street. So we went down this other street and I was like bawling my eyes, were living. them telling me he's passed away and just bawling, bawling. And I looked down and on the ground in the cement, Is his name engraved in the cement, Brandon? What? (laughs) I've got, and I'm like, I dropped to the ground because why? Like, we so he's we went another way that we didn't go, and his name out of the like, it's not really a huge common name. Is 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 somebody put it in the cement? His name, Brandon, and I knew it was sort of his way of saying, "Stop, mom, I'm here." Like. 'cause I was in, in a bad space, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I w I get I get that. I get his his name comes up like on a TV or whatever. And since he's passed away, his number a uh, number 44 I see constantly. His birthday was October 14th, 1984. Mm-hmm. So there's two fours there. He used to wear number 44. It took me a while to realize why am I seeing 44, but he used to wear the jersey number 44. So I believe that's another way that he reaches me. Um, just recently, I've always wondered why I don't dream of him. And just recently, um, I've started to dream he's, he's coming into my dreams now. And
0: wow. Showing
1: me that he's, he's okay.
0: Beautiful. I mean, yeah. I, I think that's a common thing that people do sometimes wonder. How come some people get these dreams mm-hmm. and other people don't? Mm-hmm. And I, for one, haven't had many. You know, I've had maybe one or two in my whole life of people that I've that I have in spirit and yeah. I'm sort of felt a bit ripped off like I thought well yes. I'm a medium Like <laughs> they know they can connect with me why can't they come in my dreams too you know yeah. and I got this answer that was like well they don't need to you know they don't need to come to you that way um right. but I also have clients who are really desperate for it they want that Tried
1: too hard it's been yeah. five years Melissa and I've just started yeah. dreaming him
0: Exactly. That's so good for people to hear because I think sometimes it's just, it's so hard to be patient when you just need that connection. Um, But if you can, and you can kind of just let it be when you least expect it, I feel that's when they start. And you you have to step back and the signs you'll find the signs, the
1: signs are there um, and just don't dismiss them as, Oh, I'm just being like the 44 and seeing his name or my phone. There's he's, they're there. The signs are there. You just have to allow them. And don't mm-hmm. care what people say that we were being crazy. there there's more than this in this world and he's up there showing me that, mm-hmm. right?
0: Would mm-hmm. you well, cuz you can feel it, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. have you encountered that like some people like almost like like putting the signs down like saying that it's not real?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've encu- I I've, you know people think well she just <laughs> Oh, she's trying so hard for him to connect but no I even I know he's connecting with me yeah. and he yeah. he still does it today today it, I think he finds it easier now because um, I think it would have been too hard and like he the pain would have been so intense for him too probably in the beginning why he didn't come to my dreams and stuff like that
0: yeah well yeah. I, I also think too you're, you're totally right like in the beginning, in that trauma, because that is Mm -hmm. like what you experienced, Mm -hmm. the energy of that is so intense Mm -hmm. and such a different kind of energy than this sort of like peaceful vibration that he's in right now. Yeah. The the trauma. So sometimes this is my fear too, when people come too soon, you know, sometimes it's fine. You know, I, I don't know how long it had been since he passed when I read for you. Right. A few months. It wasn't, it wasn't
1: actually too, that long.
0: Really? Melissa, right. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't okay. that long. So depends the person, right. But yeah. some people, when they want to come like right away, you know, if they want to come like the week after they've had this enormous loss, yeah. I get it because you're just desperate. You just yeah. want, you need something. But okay. part of me hesitates if I, if they tell me, you know, I've always just had this big loss or whatever. I'll say, I I would prefer you wait just because that grief is so
1: intense.
0: And I believe they're also going through a transition
1: as they leave this world, right? So it's harder for them to connect. Though he connected right
0: right away. But he'll make it happen. You know, there's
1: no doubt doubt about that. He even comes through my, my grandchildren, children, right? So Mm -hmm. my granddaughter was a huge help to me as after he passed away because she was so, you could talk to her about him in such an honest way. And he would come to her because he would also always tease her and give her money and stuff. And she'd find money in her room and she'd say it was her uncle Brandon. "I mean," And, and um, I now have a two-year-old granddaughter that uh, Brandon never met her. But I am <laughs> sure she has come from Brandon. Brandon <laughs> always knew I wanted girls. And... She grabs his card that he, I, we have from when he passed, um, and she looks at it, and she goes, unky, unky, and she knows it's her uncle, and she's never met him before. <laughs>
0: yeah, amazing. And I mean, that's the thing with, with children, but especially your two granddaughters, I know, are very, very um, open and mm-hmm. very connected to spirit. So for them, it's just so natural. Of course, he's there you know yes. so it's not a question. Yes. Um but yeah but that's so interesting. No but I I think it is true, you know, when there's when there's such a traumatic loss. I think mm-hmm. sometimes um yeah, it's going to take time to be able mm-hmm. to have this well, it, I think Brandon is an exception because he did bring everything really soon. But um right. if there's anyone out there listening that hasn't had the signs yet or that is waiting, you know, I would yeah. say just Hold tight because they yeah. will, they will do it. It's just maybe not as as quickly as we would like.
1: Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Um,
0: what would you say for you? Um, are some of your um, memories of Brandon or like would you would you tell us a little bit about him? You know, like oh. just kind of speak about him. Right. Bra- Brandon was an amazing soul. Um,
1: from birth and from a child, he loved everybody. He, I've never he had never talked about bad about anyone or didn't get along with anybody. He would give you the shirt off his back. Mm-hmm. He cared so much for other people. He just didn't take that care and care for himself. He gave more and more than he looked after himself. That way, um, he was to his brothers. He was always there for them his friends um we had me and him had a very special bond from the time he was born and you know Melissa I think back and I think back because I saved everything he gave me like I have four boys and I love you know I love them all the same I think now I knew I was not going to have him for a long time and I was perishing every moment that I had with him because I knew Brandon wasn't going to be from he was just he was he was very special um Mm -hmm. heart of gold and um yeah he just struggled with feeling all these um who which he would never talk to anybody or complain to anybody what he was feeling he was always fine he was always great he was always he had this laugh that I can still hear today and these this hug and he was always happy-go-lucky. You'd think Brandon was like this mm-hmm. happy-go-lucky kid that he didn't struggle with this, but he struggled internally and hid a lot of it yeah. until, you know, and then his father passed. And then I, that's when I found out that Brandon was suffering from addiction and stuff. And it was, it was hard. You know, he wanted to kick it, but he was also very strong-willed and, and um, thought he could do it without the help that he mm-hmm. really actually needed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
0: well, even as we're talking, even as you're talking, uh, I kind of, he's sort of coming to me, like, I can kind of see him, and he's showing me, like, his, he said, don't forget about his, like, muscles, oh, so yes. he's, like, telling me he's reminding us how good-looking he is. Oh, yes, he was very
1: good, very good-looking, <laughs> and
0: very, um yes, he loved the gym, he loved
1: working out. and. I right. started working out every day now and I know he's with me when I do that because we used to work out together so he's proud that I'm starting to do it again
0: <laughs> oh he loves that I mean mm-hmm. you know he says that the two of you do have a lot in common in that you're the same kind of person that you will give to everyone you know and mm-hmm. I feel like for you over the last through your grief and through your, your sort of journey of recovering yourself yeah um, you're starting to really give yourself love you know mm-hmm. and that's a beautiful thing that takes a lot of courage it's taken um, a lot to get let go of the guilt because
1: yeah. you know it's my job to take care of my son and I lost my son so it was really hard for me to let go of the guilt of that mm-hmm. and um I just like to choose to celebrate the love that we had together and um I know he loved me I know he you know I loved him dearly, and he's with me every day, and he he keeps me strong, mm-hmm. and he he watches over his brothers. His brothers done really well, you know, mm-hmm. and I know he his brothers see him and in their dreams more than I do, and they talk about it all the time. And
0: wow,
1: you know, and my other son who suffers from addiction and went into an overdose over a year ago and nearly died it was it was Brandon that sent him back to us and he clearly <laughs> remembers Brandon him kicking his ass back here and said, Not I, bet. The time. Yeah, I bet.
0: Yeah, I bet. And I mean, you know, just even that, I mean, if you think about that's such a re-traumatization of right. what you'd already gone through. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I can imagine that throughout this process, like is it true that there's been quite a bit of anxiety for you? Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. And, but- of it yeah and what has i mean i guess what i'm wondering is what has helped you like the people in your life how have they helped you through the grief like for people that maybe are wanting to help somebody who's going through this kind of profound loss what would you sort of say is helpful for the people in their life to yeah, be there and, listen, and to, to be there and listen no
1: judgment you don't have to fix us we're n- we don't it's not, we just need to talk about them. Let us share their stories and don't be scared to listen. You know, a lot of people, I bring up Brandon, not so much now, but when I did in the beginning and I would bring up, but they like got this fear look and want to run because they don't know how to help us. Right. So they, I understand, um, you know, they didn't, they didn't know what to say back, but they don't have to say anything back. They just mm-hmm. need to listen to the stories. Yeah, You just yeah. want to say their name and acknowledge that they were, you know, apart, and we hear the fun stories that people had of him and stuff. It's mm-hmm. that's why it was so easy with my granddaughter Evelyn because she would just like be so like wasn't it wasn't a sad thing when we talked mm-hmm.
0: about it. right. You could it kind of the, celebrate him, mm-hmm.
1: celebrate and and, and stuff, yeah. and and just be there and give us time and and grief is going to take it. I will grieve for the rest of my life, my yeah. son. You yeah. know, it comes and it goes. And there's not a day that I don't think about it. And there's a day I'll, I'll, I'll cry, but I can get out of it easier. In the mm-hmm. beginning, it was like, I just wanted to end it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's so hard. Cause you get so deep down, but that does ease. Right. And I'm not saying you'll, you, you'll never, you'll always remember. It's now you remember with love mm-hmm. and that love is what keeps a, my son and my, our, my bond strong because I remember so much and I feel his love for me still. So I know he's still there watching over me and I will see him again when my time is there. He's that's going right. to be there with me. Yeah. He'll be the one who gets me. I yeah. know that.
0: Well, it's true. It's that bond of love, you know, mm-hmm. and that's the strongest energy, you know. And they can't break. Death can't break that. No no time space doesn't matter no.
1: um
0: what about for you like what things have you done that have been really helpful in your healing like for yourself Well, well getting into
1: connecting with you going to that retreat that was a huge healing for that at the retreat for me that mm-hmm. was huge I step um, and um my spiritual side meditation is, yeah. is is huge I have my angel cards um just getting into the spiritual side of it really mm-hmm. helped me believe there's more than here, and he's still there with me, right? You know, right. Like he's not just gone; he's there with me in it, you know, and watching over us all. And
0: yeah, it's like in a different way, you know. So yeah, you in a different from, way. Go from having this physical relationship, yeah. to then now having a spiritual relationship. So, you know, you can't hug him. You can't like physically necessarily always see him. But that partnership and that that love and the laughter and all of that. It's still still there. I mean, he will do stuff and I'll look up and I know it's him. (laughs)
1: Like, thanks, Brandon. Or, you you know, it'll be funny stuff he'll do. And I know he's there. And I know he, it's just the feeling I have that helps me. And it's helped me deal with this and, um, and I know how much in peace he is, which mm-hmm. makes me feel, feel good because, you know, every day he's, you know, at the ending there, he struggled and then I would worry about the phone calls. You know, I would always worry he's going to be at the other end and stuff like that. And yeah. He struggled and now he's, he's at peace. Right and helping, helping. He's always going to be a helper because that's with him. He wanted to help everybody, and that he's doing a lot of work up there. I believe helping right now. I,
0: I think so too. You know the way that I kind of always envision him, and kind of um, the feeling that I get from him is just this um, this kindness. You know, and and also mm-hmm. I get that he he wouldn't judge people. You know, no, no. Yeah. He saw I believe he saw people he saw their soul you mm-hmm. know? so he wasn't someone who had like a mean bone in his body no you exactly know, doesn't feel that way and it's so interesting because I did not know him in life but I feel like I know him through you you know and, and right and I feel through.
1: you have got him you know him just you know him the way he was like you've yeah and that you know that yeah, he would never judge anybody. Um, always seen the good in everybody. Yeah, he's right. even
0: come through sometimes when I've been um, doing readings for other people that have a similar circumstance, like that right. have lost a child, especially if there's been uh, addic- addiction involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll come through, and I'll say, "Oh, Brandon." And I thought at first it was like what the the person's like th- their their son, you know, was Brandon. Yeah. But they're like, No, I don't know about that name. And I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. No, he's here with me. I know him. He's helping me with this reading. You know? Right. Right. Uh, it's so, so it's so cool because it's like a friendship almost that uh, it's only a, it's only been in sp- in a spiritual sense it's not ever mm-hmm. been like a physical friendship um, right. but it's almost like oh you know you're if you're you know if you're good with my mom then you're good with me you know that yeah, kind right. of yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that feels that feels really really nice as kind of a special kind of connection right. um, so I mean I would just say you know is there any is there any advice that you have for um, people that are deep in their grief, um, anything that you could, um, offer.
1: I reach out for spirit, your spirituality, whatever that looks like. Um, time, time, time. Um, it takes time. It's not gonna go through your grief, whatever the way it looks like. Journal Mm -hmm. writing really helped me, um, and it was nonsense writing; it was just writing. And I have those journals away uh, today.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: you know, if I ever need to pull them out, or if I never need to pull them out, but it really helped me um, release what was inside of me, um, and just sharing and talking his stories out. But um, time was; it took time. Mm-hmm. It took time. And
0: also, um, you you've been talking to him ever yes. since. Ever oh, since, right? Yeah. Yeah. I so my my journal started with letters to him oh okay. okay so
1: I um yes um and I'll still write him a letter um mm-hmm. but now I feel more confident I just talk to him yeah <laughs> I know he's listening right
0: yeah um, yeah
1: but when I need him he's there
0: all it takes I find with spirit is like just for you just to have a thought of them and mm-hmm. it's like it gives them that notification, (laughs) but, oh, okay. She's thinking of me. All right. You know, and so they're there. Um, And so that's the beautiful thing is that there's no uh, limitation. Um, And they can be with, you know, they can be with two people at the same time. That's part of like the amazing sort of magical aspect of um, being, you know, free as a spirit. Um, So there's, yeah, there's all kinds of, there's all kinds of cool things that I feel spirit can do, (laughs) that they couldn't have done in life. Right. So, you know, and in some ways we look at it and think, okay, well, we're, we'll always grieve their, their physical presence, you know, and we'll grieve what might've been, you know, and, mm-hmm. and the potential that they had and, you know, what things would be like. I and mean, yeah. those are always going to be questions. Yeah. But there's also this other part that's really kind of um, intriguing to create that sort of, um, spiritual bond where it's like oh i wonder what we can kind of create together you know i wonder how they can help me with this project or that project or you know how can we kind of deepen this this bond i also find too that when spirit especially ones like brandon um they want to help so much that they're you know they're they're swooping in and creating miracles you know there's there's things like with your your other son and he yeah um, you know had came back you know to the physical body yeah. I mean that's miraculous I, mm-hmm. I feel like that was sort of his way of saying like look at what I can do um yep. from the other side you know and I'm sure there'll be more you know there'll be more yes
1: and I I know he brought Lila to us because Lila my my two-year-old granddaughter has healed you just see how she's healing the family like they just mm-hmm. and I know Brandon they spent time up there before she yeah. she's so much like <laughs> like him as a kid, right? So yeah. Um, you you can see it, right? And he um he's he's helping a lot right now, which he always loved to do and he's just doing it in a different way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I love that um quote I saw it on Facebook a while ago that was like, um, be the thing that you the things you loved most about the people that are gone. And Mm -hmm. I kind of find that like, okay, like, you know, we loved his, his heart and his kindness and his generosity. So anytime that, you know, you're giving of yourself or you're in that, I feel it's like honoring his memory.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: When you're working out, especially like weights and stuff like that, I feel his presence and that sort of something that you loved about him. You know, he had Mm -hmm. that determination. To me, he strikes me as someone who like, if he had a goal, he would make it happen yes you know without a doubt so yeah. i think you know use that yeah like really if we can kind of embody those things that we miss you know the things that we yes. miss about them and actually be those things you know exactly
1: so and th- and and his memory lives on he, and you can keep it living on by doing the things that he loved to do or you know um, mm-hmm. i believe and,
0: Yeah. What about, what would you say? I know it's hard, like, how do you come up with a favorite, but what would be like one of your favorite memories of him?
1: Oh, it's not the.
0: It's, there's a
1: wish. I'm going to just say it, Melissa. If if it's inappropriate, it's okay. It's kind of inappropriate, but (laughs) it was branded to a T. Okay. He had got, he used to take me, every, like, liked to take me everywhere. Like, he was totally a mama's boy and was proud of being a mama's boy and didn't care that he was, you know, how old he was. And he was giving his mom a kiss and telling her that, telling everybody he loved me, right? He was never <laughs> embarrassed yeah. about that. And he got when that his mother, and this is just not long before he passed away,
0: mm-hmm. that
1: his mother had not been to a strip club. Oh, okay. <laughs> So he decided that he needed to take me there.
0: Uh-huh. And uh,
1: I was, like, so embarrassed. I'm going, no, no, I'm so embarrassed. So then we go, he forces me to go, and I, like, sit, Wayne, I'm going in the back row. Oh, no, you're not going in the back row. I said, oh, yeah, I'm going in the Oh, no, if you go in the back row, you're going, I'm going to make you ha- have a table dance or something. I go, oh, my God, Brandon, stop, right? <laughs> and his friends are there thinking, this is a hoot, and anyways... All I can remember, his laugh will always be with me because he just—he got such
0: a kick out of embarrassing me so much. Yeah, he, he would have loved it. That would have just—Oh my good. god!
1: He just laughed so hard that night. He—I can hear that—that that laugh today.
0: <laughs> in his glory, just like in so his glory,
1: me. just embarrassing his mom all the hell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it, and I also feel you know it's so like um, representative of kind of that playful side Mm -hmm. of him you know that part of him that just like really loved life yeah um and I feel you know despite struggle you know I think that from doing I don't know how many lots and lots and lots of readings the people that come to me and the people that I that I connect with in spirit they all have struggled with something you know that just Mm -hmm. happened to have been his struggle you know so I always think it's important that we don't um identify or only kind of like, um, I don't know, I feel sometimes when people um, pass from uh, addiction or yes. sometimes when people come through and they pass from suicide, it almost, you know, th- those are the two that kind of seem to be kind of um, traumatic, you know, so yes. traumatic in that way uh, yes. that people sometimes only talk about that, you know, or they fix yes. on the way that they passed, not yes. who they were as a person. Exactly. And so okay. I think that it's so important for people listening, if you have um, somebody in your life who's gone through that kind of loss, to always honor the person and and not fixate on.
1: On the addiction or how yeah. they, that. Yeah. Because Brandon
0: <laughs> lived life, he suffered with
1: addiction, yes, but he lived life to the fullest. He yeah. got to travel. He was, he had lots of laughs and mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, I don't. I don't label him by his addiction. No, no. That's not, he was, he wasn't that.
0: No. And I think it's also important to recognize too that like, that's kind of something that is so universal. Like each one of us in this life is going to be challenged by something, you Mm -hmm. know, whether it's uh, addiction, if it's illness, if it's um, difficulties in relationships or whatever, sometimes all of those things, you know. Yeah, exactly. We all all are going to come to the physical world world to learn and to progress and kind of make make the most of our time now Mm -hmm. some people you know get don't get as long um but it Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that their their life is is any less full you know i I think that's right you're right he lived he lived it you know and that's how he wants you guys to be you know to to continue to live your lives and um i mean he's just he's an amazing amazing soul um mm. and I really feel super privileged and honored to be able to to have you come and talk about him and share him uh, oh, the more
1: than welcome I've always wanted to find a way and he wants me to find a way because he knows his mom wants to give back somehow yeah and I've always felt show me the way to help somebody else who's mm. helped somebody who may have gone through what I've gone through and yeah. I hope this I really really hope this helps
0: I know. I know it. Well, um, it's inspiring and it's touching and it's real, you know, so mm-hmm. I, I thank you so much for your um, honesty, you know, and just being open to, to share that really deep, you know, that's a deep pain um, that you've experienced, but it's also super, super helpful for people to know that I mean, first of all, that they're not alone if they're going through something like that. Right. Um, and also that the sun does rise again. You know, it, it, does, it does. It does. You know, your life changes and it'll never be the same. But I think it's fair to say that you have found joy again. You know? I
1: ha- y- Yes, I have found joy. And I found it with him because he's with me is celebrating the joys that I'm going through.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. it's absolutely, it's an incredible, incredible story of healing you know which is mm-hmm. which is so powerful so i mean i wish you so much love all the best and again thank, thank you, you so, very so much. much and thank you for giving
1: me this chance yeah this no speak a little bit about brandon
0: <laughs> my pleasure my pleasure <laughs>